a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Hi, it's Rebecca Cressman, and today we're going to be talking about an organization called the Single Parent Project. So important. And joining us today is Megan Brimhall. She's the president and co-founder of the Single Parent Project. And Megan, you also have your partner with us. You want to introduce her name and her role as well? So yes, I have Alyssa Herod with me as well. She is a co-founder and president of Business Develop and Development and Marketing. Uh, The two of us kind of joined forces. We went to high school together. We hadn't really had much interaction since then. Um, I was a single parent, and I've had the dream of starting the single parent project for quite some time. And as I kind of started to roll that out and I used social media as a platform, she contacted me and just said, how can I help? So she was able to you know, kind of bring on her expertise, and we just joined forces, and it's been so great to to work together and really kind of get this thing up and running. I think that's fantastic, isn't it, that that often you get a brainchild of this, you know, this needs to be out there and you don't realize the amount of support that others will have for your idea. So, Alyssa, thank you for joining us today. So uh, you went back, um, um, uh, Megan, and you indicated that you had experience as a single parent. And I think as I was reading some of that, so for six years you've or more, you've been a single yep. parent. And yes. is it from that experience and what parts of it that led you to decide to create the Single Parent Project? You know, I I was a single parent, but I had a really good support system being a single parent. I, you know, my family was very supportive. Um, you know, friends were supportive. My my children's father was, you know, he was close by. His family was close by. And so I had some support as a single parent. I also had a really close friend that I met during my time as a single parent who had absolutely no support. And it was it was really hard for me to kind of watch her go through these things and the struggles that she had. And we were, you know, initially we were we were in the same we were in the same boat as far as both of us, you know, going home and taking care of our children alone. Um, but financially if I ever needed help, I had support. Uh, she did not. And so I thought, you know what, how awesome would it be to one day be able to be that support system for those single parents who are out there that don't necessarily have friends and family close by that would be able to help them. In in what areas? And, and I, I ask this generic, you know, generally, but I, you know, two of my sisters have been single parents for years and mm-hmm. their experiences have not at all been easy. 
They've been extraordinarily right. challenging between balancing the finances uh, mm-hmm. that are uh, available when you are a single parent, the demands of taking care of the emotional and physical and safety issues of, of your children. Um, I mean, I, I could go on and on, um, yeah. <laughs> not, not to mention balancing sometimes difficult custody cases. It's extraordinary. So as you set out your goals with a single parent project, which, by the way, is a 503C foundation, right? Nonprofit. Yes, we are a fully accredited 501c3 nonprofit. And, and your goal is let's provide a way to support single parents who don't necessarily have the type of support that you felt like you had. Right. Well, and not only that, what we're trying to do is we really want to help those those single parents who they're out there working every day and maybe they're making too much money to qualify for any government assistance. That's a, that is a situation that I found myself in. I made too much money to qualify for any government assistance, but at the same time, I had a house payment. I had to make, you know, make sure that all of my utilities were paid for. I have a type one diabetic. So on top of that, I was spending extra money every month on his medical supplies. And those are things that they don't really take into consideration when you apply for things like Medicaid or um, food stamps and WIC. The, they look at your income bracket, and that's what, they, that's what they base it off of. So even though I was working and I had a decent job, because of everything that I was responsible for, I still struggled financially. And so what we, what we do is we help these these single parents um, and and both single moms and single dads, that's something else too. There's always just the stigma that it's single moms, but there are single dads out there too. So what we do is we help them with those kinds of, you know, maybe we'll help them with their utility bills uh, for the month and just kind of get them, um, you know, e- even if it's groceries, something that helps them get to their next payday even is helpful, you know. Obviously, as we grow, we'd love to be able to do larger donations. We're thinking big scale here. Now, let's pay off your debt. Let's get you back on track and 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 do larger scale things. But for now, we just want to help where we can. And so how do, um, how do individuals tap into that? We do have an application process. So we review our applications. Um, and there are some things that, you know, will either allow them to qualify or not qualify for assistance. If they're already receiving government assistance, um, that is something that more than likely they, they won't be approved for our services. Um, given the, the situation right now with everything going on with COVID-19, we do look into that a little bit, a little, a little bit deeper. Um, you know, sometimes they aren't necessarily, you know, food stamps and WIC. I believe it's about, I believe it's $170 per person in your family a month. And I know that that would not cover food for my teenagers, Mm -hmm, especially mm -hmm. when they're all home right now, you know, eating three meals a day. Some schools do provide lunch. Not all schools are providing lunch. So it's nice to be able to supplement families that are in that situation, you know, even though they may may be getting some you know, some uh, government assistance right now, we'll still come in and help them with their food and things like that if we can. Well, I'm glad you brought Um, up the COVID-19 because I had friends who had said it's interesting because, you know, I'm one of those that has teenagers that are 17 who aren't getting help, right? And I've got kids, mm -hmm. you know, who are in college and who aren't getting help. And my income has been, you know, dropped dramatically, but my tax records last year made it look like I was okay. And so the current present tense is a different situation that you can't estimate based on 2019. 
2020, this exactly. is a whole new ball game economically. Mm-hmm. It totally is. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think that, you know, even if it's something as small as we're going to provide, you know, a, a couple weeks worth of groceries for somebody, it's definitely very helpful and just relieves some, you know, some stress from from those parents for that week or two where they don't have to worry about having to come up with extra money for food on the on the table. A lot of these people have reduced hours at their jobs or even lost their jobs and been laid off. Um you know, and sometimes there's a delay in getting their unemployment if they qualify for unemployment. And so we want to be able to make sure that we can help as many people as possible. And for those who have joined us, this is Megan Broomhall. She's the president and co-founder of the Single Parent Project. Um, also, if, if you want to hand off like the handheld phone to Alyssa, Alyssa is also a co-founder of the Single Parent Project and the president of business development. So, Alyssa, I had a, a question uh, for you. Because, you know, where are the funds coming from that can be made available to single parents who might find themselves in a financial crisis right now? Yeah, so because we're a um, a 501c3 nonprofit, all of our funds, we are not for profit. So we're not charging families or doing different things like the typical way. We are all donation based. So we have organizations that have helped sponsor us, um, like Nate Wade Subaru did a matching donation drive for $1,000. So they matched. We made $2,000 off of that drive. How fantastic. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's been amazing. Um, We had uh, Mountain America donated $500 um, in their uh, promotional um, scenario when we did a, a community drive. Um, we've had other organizations donate, and then typically it's just we are working right now and hitting hard donations with organizations, companies, and we've had 3M that has a matching process. Um, there's tons of organizations. A lot of people don't realize this, that organizations are expected and and typically um, do donations and they match. And so 3M accepted us into their matching program. We have to apply for a lot of these things. Um, and we're working on grants throughout the government and um, throughout the states, like national grants. Um, and then we can also uh, do contracts through insurances and um, through government assistant programs. So we are currently working to better our relationships with workforce services and the Department of Human Health, um, and our goal is to be a national organization. We've already helped families all across the nation, um, as far as Florida and all the way to California. So we're gaining momentum really quickly. We just need the funds to support us and I want <laughs> and to, to support the family. Well, and I want to make sure that I'm using the correct name. Is it Alyssa or Alanis? Alyssa. Okay, good. I got that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, nope, doing this, right. nothing like doing interviews over the phone in the time <laughs> of a pandemic where I can't, uh, uh, you know, see you. But um, I, I, I really... Pre- no, I know. It's so strange. <laughs> well, and again, as we talk about the individual experiences of single parents balancing having kids home all day long and yes. trying to work. And, you know, at one point, um, um, and I, I guess we should be clear, single parents, men and women, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we are working to break that stigma. And there's a huge component with that. I mean, we have the statistics. Um, we're working really hard to build a mental health platform 
I mean, when you think about being a single parent or a single or a parent in general, there's so much that goes into that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're providing for their livelihood from from birth all the way up until typically 18 and past that. So there's so many benchmarks and and different things that come into place. And when you think about it, a lot of these families don't have that support system. So their mental health dwindles and there's trauma or they've escaped a domestic violence situation or they're dealing with substance abuse problems. There's so many things that go into it. And so we are trying to break that stigma. There's both men and women that head these households and make sure that they're taken care of both mentally, physically, and emotionally. And isn't that um, just hearing that described, <laughs> it's why it feels so heavy, right? And yet yeah. there are so many extraordinary single parents that rise yeah. to the occasion against incredible obstacles and, and and championing them is just beautiful. This is Alyssa Harrod. She's the co-founder and president of Business Development and Marketing with the Single Parent Project. You can go also online at singleparentproject.org and take a look at the website. There's areas that you can donate. I was kind of curious if we can go back to Megan for just a minute, Megan Brimhall, uh, one of the co-founders. Megan, I understand that, you know, in addition to providing um, immediate financial support for those who might need groceries or might be in a crisis or um, networking with these single parents who might have other challenges that they're facing, like you mentioned, uh, domestic violence concerns, like helping them connect to those organizations. You're also providing an educational component. Talk, Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we've we've we have a couple of educational components that we have tried to provide for these these single parents. Um, as Alyssa said, you know, a, a lot of what we want to focus on too is kind of preventing um, bigger issues with mental health. So we've got, you know, um, a, a program in in development that will be able to allow single parents to have that therapy that they you know that maybe they can't afford. Um, and group therapy, and, um, you know, we really want to make sure that we protect their their mental illness with with coming around as a single parent, or sorry, with, with being a, a single parent comes a lot of um, loneliness, you know, and loneliness can kind of just spiral into all sorts of, of bigger issues, you know, um, Substance abuse is one, mental, you know, mental illness obviously is another one. All of those can stem from the loneliness of being a single parent. You're home at night by yourself um, a lot. And sometimes even though your kids are with you, you don't have another adult to talk to. You don't really have any anybody that really understands what you're going through all of the time. So we want to be able to give them, you know, a group a group that has that same experience that they're going through and really give them that support group. Um, something else that we have been able to help them with is we have a um, Dave Ramsey financial literacy course that we have offered once a month and they have been able to kind of learn how to budget. Uh, The latest one that we did was the best way to use their stimulus checks that they've received so that they're not just going out and spending that money on, on frivolous things that they don't necessarily need. So, any way that we can educate the you know these single parents and help them better their lives and really learn how to become self-sufficient so that they don't have to turn to people for support they can really do this themselves 
And our hope is that we can kind of guide them from, you know, being somebody in need to being able to want to give back and help other, you know, other single parents and in need. And hopefully we can hold their hand and get them to a point in their life where where they're the ones giving back, not the ones asking for help. In the um, one sheet that describes the single parent project, it says in your vision, you aim to prevent homelessness, debt, mental illness, and substance abuse. And any individual who is under stress um, is even more vulnerable to all of those things. And then when you Absolutely. add the economic layer on it, uh, you you have that as well. So it th- these are difficult challenges that any individual can face, and it is magnified uh, as a single parent. And there's lots of business snapshots and economic reports that, that talk about that. So mm-hmm. sharing and saying, uh, to me and my perspective, is sharing it and saying, you're not alone in this. In fact, most single parents are experiencing this, and these are the economic factors, you know, that are playing into this. Mm-hmm. So it's not about you failing. It's about you being yeah. in an ocean that is difficult to swim, but can be swum. Swam? All right, there you go. <laughs> if you have the tools and the resources and the support. Right. If, if, I just want to make sure that um, I was describing that uh, adequately. No, now, have you used um, virtual communication to provide some of these support groups and workshops since <laughs> since things have kind yeah. of changed? Tell me about it. <laughs> we have. So we have definitely had to kind of change, you know, the direction that we were headed as far, at the beginning of the year with not being able to join, you know, get in big groups. So we have done quite a few Zoom conferences. Um, we actually have one tomorrow night. We have a Zoom conference with a life coach, and she's going to help. Um, she's going to help boost confidence. Is what the course is is boosting your confidence. Sometimes all it takes is just a little, you know, somebody telling you that you can do it. Um, you know, having like a, a chair, a fan section, <laughs> kind of just mm-hmm. cheering you on, um, and being able to try new things. Some people get in a rut they kind of just get comfortable in the you know maybe if it's a job maybe they get they're comfortable in the job and they don't dare to try new things and for me as a single parent I was you know I I was willing to try new things and so that's why I was able to kind of afford the lifestyle that I had as a single parent um, and so it would be nice to be able to help these single parents say hey you know what? why not give this a try Um, What can we do to boost your confidence so that you feel confident in yourself that you can put yourself out there? Being vulnerable is hard. Putting yourself out there is really, really hard. And when you're doing it alone, it's even harder. Mm -hmm. So if we can help them gain that confidence and help them feel comfortable enough to put themselves out there to try something new, even if we can just help one person, you know, like (laughs) out of the group. I mean, it's just anybody we can help in any capacity we're fulfilling our mission. And especially as we start thinking about this becoming a national uh, organization serving people across the country. That's Megan Brimhall, the president and co-founder of the Single Parent Project. You can find it at singleparentproject.org. I'd like to touch base with Alyssa again. Alyssa Herod is the president of business development and marketing and also the co-founder of the project. And Alyssa, right when someone goes online um, and looks at singleparentproject.org, they can see that you've walked these shoes at a very vulnerable yeah. time in your life. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that and how your education in in some ways empowered you? Yes. So um, 
just to give you a little background on my story, um, I ended up in a treatment center when I was a teen. Um, and I was, I didn't fall into the gap of substance abuse or any of those things. It was mental health. And um, I just, I had parents that loved me and cared for me, but um, I just didn't fit into the dominant religion in this state. And so that opportunity, and I put it as an opportunity, gave me um, a lot of of self-doubt and mental struggles, if you will. And so through that process, um, that was my senior year of high school, and I ended up um, moving out, and I did all my things. And then in, you know, around 24, I ended up pregnant, and I realized I needed to change the trajectory of where I was going to go. Um, I was cohabitating. My now husband is the father of three of my beautiful children. Um, all three. <laughs> I have only three. <laughs> um, we had, we have developed uh, and created a beautiful life for ourselves, but it didn't come without struggle. Um, we were cohabitating. We had families that were all out of state. Um, we didn't really have a lot of um, in-your-face support, you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have support, but it just was hard. But I still had a partner. That was the difference. I wasn't a single mom. I had a partner. And um, because of those opportunities, I went to college. I got my degree in criminal justice and psychology. And for the better of my career, I have been advocating for mental health, for youth and for adults, um, through substance abuse and um, suicide prevention and all of the things. Um, And so really that changed the trajectory of where my life was going to go. And so I had always wanted to create an organization and a program, and that's kind of where Megan and I came together, and that's where this all kind of stemmed from, was was what those opportunities could do to help other people. Um, and using using our trials to better other people's lives and help them through their trials in their current state. And, and let them know that you can come out on the other side, bigger, better, and stronger. That's really beautiful. Kind of brings a few tears to my eyes because, oh, uh, you know, when, when we look at, uh, you know, statistics and research and news stories and we read, you know, single parents and the challenges they have, single mothers in particular and the challenges they have, um, it can be um, in some sense just a flat snapshot. But to me, I think what is beautiful about your organization is it's going deeper. It's going into the, yes. the well-being of that parent. Um, the you know the emotional Absolutely. state, the mental health, the, the the physical health, and and looking much more deeper at all the different areas of someone's life when they're parenting individually and the resources and support that they could use. So I just think it's it's beautiful, and I know that you've got big goals Thank ahead, um, and it's just yes. been such an honor. Before I let you go, this is again Alyssa Harrod. We've also been joined by Megan Brimhall. Um, is there ways that we have as a community can support you? Um, um, and support single parents. Yes, please donate. Please share. If you can't donate, volunteer. Um, Again, go to our website. It's singleparentproject.org. We take donations on the website. You can go to Venmo, and that is our Venmo handle is the Single Parent Project. Um, We also have a fundraiser going on right now for the Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, we're trying to raise $10,000 that would go for programming and development for the resources for these families and help us write the grants 
necessary to get more funding. So um, you can go onto our Facebook page, which is the Single Parent Project, and there's fundraisers on there. Um, really, that's the best way to help, but also to gain awareness. Please share us, follow us. Um, if you have an organization that is looking to give or if you know somebody that, you know, is willing to, um, you know, put us on a show like this, this helps. You know, every little bit helps. And and we are looking for a Coca-Cola type truck. So we want to make a mobile. I'm just going to throw this little pitch out there. We want to have a mobile charity needs drive that we can actually like pull up like a food truck and have people come and get the food that they need or the resources with clothes or items. And we want to be able to have it mobile so that we could stop in Provo all the way, you know, down south and all the way through Utah. Obviously, we're a national organization, but we live in Utah, and that's where we can help our community most is helping with these drives. So if anyone has a a truck that, you know, is, sitting in their backyard and they want to donate it or (laughs) allow us to buy it at this point, that would help us as well because these little things allow us to help others in their time of need. That is just beautiful. Thank you so much, both of you, Alyssa Harrod and Megan Brimhall of the Single Parent Project for reaching out and then giving us that what we can do next step. Um, the website again, singleparentproject.org. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Oh, thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much.